is Rocket Bomb, and that was Less Than Love by Finding Fiction. I am on the phone tonight with Mario. Hey! Uh, <laughs> Mario, what do, you, what do you do in Finding Fiction? Who are you? Uh, I am the singer and the guitar player. What is Finding Fiction? Uh, what is Finding Fiction? It is a Craigslist ad. <laughs> That's funny. I guess it's a Craigslist ad I put out uh, when I moved to New York City. This is probably the best way to explain it. Um, I moved to New York like a year ago. And uh, yeah, I just put, like, put out an ad and met some really cool guys. It's, it's pretty new. It's a really new project, a really new band. And um, yeah, we've only been, like all of us have only been together for maybe maybe six months or so. So pretty new. Like the main, the main other guy, Tim, we've been together for almost a year now. But uh, yeah, I guess. Cool. <laughs> that's how, weird. How, I guess. Yeah. That's that's a really cool story. Uh, how many uh, how many members does the band have? Uh, four of us. Yep. Four guys. It's a pretty like standard rock lineup. You guys got guitar, drums, uh, bass, and a second guitar. Yeah. 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 Pretty pretty simple. Um, what can you, uh, tell me, Less Than Love is, uh, I think out of the three songs we're listening to tonight, uh, my, one of my favorite songs from the three, um, oh, cool. and one of the things that's really interesting to me is it was the first song that I listened to from you guys, and it took me a second to kind of, uh, catch the hook, if you will, from the, the way that so- <laughs> the song opens, and I thought it was really interesting, and, um, so I'm just going to... It's going to use that to jump right into like you know, what what is the finding fiction creative process and what uh, what are your influences and how do you guys write songs? Um, I mean, it's like lately it's been like really me kind of just rough demoing, you know, like sketches almost. You know, I do like a two two or three track demo on um, you know on like on my MacBook, like in GarageBand or something, and then bring it to the guys, and we just kind of. I, like pull it apart basically like I you know I, I try to make it almost like unrecognizable from kind of the original idea I love like I mean if you're in a band too you probably know like if you write the guitar part I love hearing like adding maybe two or three other parts to it and then pulling out the actual original part that you kind of wrote does that like make sense yeah oh yeah totally it's, it's funny it's, yeah, so, it's, it's almost the exact same process that uh, I use in Thin Fevers is I record a guitar part in GarageBand and uh, take it to practice, you know, with a kind of crappy drum loop behind it. And, uh, just, we just deconstruct it into, uh, in the, it's, it's cool to watch it become something that you totally had no idea it could become. uh, Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's so much, yeah, it's so much fun. I mean, we we actually recorded our last EP entirely in GarageBand, which is funny. No, what you did the whole thing in it? Yeah. It was oh, never man. meant to be released. It was supposed to be a demo recording, and then uh, we just kept hacking. I can't out. believe, yeah, like the um, the mic, the microphone, and just like the mic on my MacBook is amazing. Just yeah. for like, I listen back to stuff, and like the vocals. That, I'm surprised more people don't do that. Well, um, I mentioned before we started the show that I use uh, my built-in mic on my using today my built-in mic on my MacBook, um, and last week I used. Um, one of the original eyesight cameras. Do you remember those? The external ones that look like a, that'll look like a oh, little shotgun yeah, yeah. mic. And, yeah, totally. Uh, 
I used that so I could have the microphone sitting, um, like, away from my computer so that when I would type, it wouldn't, uh, like, sometimes I'll, like, flip around around while I'm talking. But the built-in mic in my MacBook sounds, like, a hundred times better than that microphone does. Dude, and all the, like, the compressors and stuff, and then you Mm -hmm. start adding, like, the effects, I think are great, and I don't, like, I'm not good on keyboards. I want to learn keyboards this year. It's kind of like learning piano, but the musical typing, have you, like, messed around on that at all? Yeah, I actually, uh, it totally is. I had a, uh, um, I've got a, like, a set of three or four songs that I, I sat down one night and wanted, decided to write some songs only using musical typing. Like, that was my... (laughs) It was fun, man. It was just, you know, like, I was like, this. I'm going to limit myself. I can, I'm can. i only going to type to play these songs, like, from, like, you know, drums to, uh, I think I may have used some drum loops to get it started, but, like, all the uh, actual melody and stuff I did that way. It was pretty, it was pretty fun. But, yeah. um, wow, have, you se- awesome. have you seen the new version of GarageBand with the new guitar stuff they have built in? No. There's, like, all the, I they mean, did, I'm almost scared of- they redid, like, all of the guitar stuff. Like, there's, all these new amps, like amp presets and stuff, and I haven't had a chance to mess with it yet, but I'm pretty excited to check it out. Um, yeah, I was using, for the longest time, I was using an old, like, pod, you know, those old pods that were out, like, years ago, uh-huh. and I was using that, but the new, even the one, yeah, the guitar tones in this one are even just as good. Yeah. That's do you, uh, do you use any sort of gear between, <laughs> I'm kind of going, we're going off a little tangent here, but it's cool, because I like to geek out about this stuff, and, Darn it! It's my show. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do uh, do you use uh, do you use any like gear between your laptop between your laptop and your guitar when you're recording that, or do you just? I mean, plug other in? than the other than the pod I was using for a while, that was like that was like it. Like I would get you know the quarter inch to eighth inch from yeah. the pod, but it was. I mean, it, that was kind of noisy a little bit, and so I tried just going directly and. You know, for demos, I mean the. Yeah, I, I'm all about the $3 cable I got from Radio Shack, the quarter inch to eighth inch. I, for the longest time, didn't think that that would work because I had attempted at one point to put a quarter inch to eighth inch adapter on the end of a guitar cable, and that didn't work when I plugged it into the into the computer. You know, like, I, I don't know much about, you know, like, how cables work and stuff, so my assumption was it's just like a pair of headphones, you know, like plug that adapter in and plug it in and it should pass a signal through but it didn't work and oh, so I found that I bought one of those cables and plugged it in it was like a whole new world opened for me because I had been stopped from recording stuff because of the pain I was feeling of having to hook up like a, a, a intermediate device like I have uh, I had for a while an inbox this little digitizine two track USB interface and you know it's yeah, just like yeah. It's a pain in the butt to hook all that stuff up and get it going. But that little cable, man, it, it's, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going back. I had the inbox too, and I, you know, I had I've got the whole Pro Tools thing, and like, but yeah, the GarageBand is just quicker and easier. Yeah. I mean, just for what I'm doing. So when we, when we yeah, recorded that thin, that the Thin Fever's EP, we did a uh, um, we recorded like we had so that EP was recorded with some uh, like a, a lot of really nice mics threw a mixer into a, uh, uh, what was that thing called? A, it's a fire pod. It's a Persona's fire pod. 
then into GarageBand, oh, okay. and then we did like all the mix and stuff in GarageBand. But so we had a nice interf- input into that, but not a. Uh, um, but yeah, okay. the so- software-wise, it was all GarageBand. So up next, we have uh, another song from you guys. I am. Uh, this song is called "Majesty and Grief." What can you uh, What can you tell people listening about this song that's coming up? Um, a uh, your, uh, I don't know. It's just your garden variety uh, self-destructive relationship, maybe. <laughs> sort of, I guess. Those are always good. That's really good material for writing songs. It was, yeah, just a just a relationship that was. Uh, I don't know. Probably wasn't really good for me at the time, and. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it. All right, well, here it is, Majesty and Grief. Uh, you're listening to Rocket Bomb, and we are on the phone with Finding Fiction.
Fiction, you just heard Majesty and Grief um, from Finding Fiction. Uh, that one's that that song when that song starts. I, I don't. We haven't really talked too much about your influences, and that's what I want to ask about next. But when that song starts, I always, for some reason, think of uh, Oasis, which could be uh, totally off base for you guys. But for some reason, when no that song, way, really. For some reason, yeah. When that song opens, it's just got that like that rock feel you know what i mean it's just that like you know i, I picture i picture the bright lights in the, the stadium crowd in front of you guys oh wow that's funny yeah that's so that's so interesting yeah it was kind of like when i wrote it it was more of a i was i was listening to a lot of my bloody valentine i can i can hear that of. too yeah yeah and it was just i was kind of yeah was in that and i don't know bowie i was just listening to a bunch of noisy noisy sort of stuff well the first and, uh, yeah I was just say, totally into like Loveless. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. couldn't stop listening to Loveless. I think it's pretty much a the first the first track we listened to, "Less Than Love." Like I, I forgot to mention this after that song. Um, that song, in my opinion, is it, it's. I when I I hear that I'm I hear the band Knapsack. I don't know if you're familiar with that band, but they're a, a, a huge Who fan of again? that band. Knapsack. Oh, okay. Have you heard Knapsack before? No, I haven't. You are should. They, are they I, old or yeah, like no, like it's like ninety five. Like um, they were on Alias Records with Archers of Loaf. Um, oh, okay. okay. Singer of that band went in, went to a band called Jealous Sound. Uh, I don't know if they're still playing oh, yeah. or not, but uh, he, I'm a huge fan of that band. Which I think I think that connection right there is one of the things that really turned me on to you guys. Is it's uh, oh wow. You should check. You should check them out. I think I think you'd. Uh, You'd hear it too a little bit, but anyway, enough about that. So that's so cool. It's, I, I was just saying though, that's like so cool when you get random. You know, you'll you'll get a random comparison, and I I love it when it takes you know it just blindsides and you don't you had no idea. That's kind of cool. The uh, so you mentioned my, my bloody Valentine, uh, Bowie has some influences. Uh, what a uh, what other kind of influences do you guys love, have? Love and Rocket. I can see that too. Yeah, nice. That's a band I need to listen to again more. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> it's just—I don't know if you ever have that experience where someone brings up a band that you loved, you know, like four years ago, and that you've forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Love and Rockets <laughs> that is that band. Way. Love and Rockets is that band for me. Like every time, uh, 
uh, I'll, uh, I can't remember the name of the record. It was the one that had, it was like a guitar on the front. It was all like rusted or burnt out or something. Uh, Sweet that, F.A. That I think it was Sweet F.A. Oh, wait. Is it, is it Hot Trip to Heaven? Maybe it might have been. No, oh, yeah, Sweet F.A. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That came out in like 96 or something. Yeah, I love that record. Um, awesome. Do you, does every one of the bands share influences? Are you guys all on the same page when it comes to taste and music? Or are you guys across the board? Yeah, I mean, most of us are pretty are pretty similar. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of weird because I find like I think a lot of the other guys are more music fans than than even I am. Like they they almost know m- more about music than I do. I, I wish I knew more. Like I, you know, I, I like to read a lot and I listen to music, but I'm not as I'm not as educated as some of those guys are. So they even turn me on to a lot of new stuff too. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely similar. I think, yeah, we're all definitely at least on the same page as far as, like... That can be a really powerful thing, though, for, for songwriting, I think. Um, like, not being a, uh, a music a music academic, you know? I, a couple of the guys that I played yeah. with, um, well, and our old bass players especially, um, Matt was, a like, just a huge... I mean, he just knew... He was John Cusack from High Fidelity, and uh, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. which was awesome. Ex, you know, except for when you, you know, it's what, what happens to me is when I know the more bands I listen to, the more, uh, the more self conscious I get when I write because I know where it's coming from. So yeah. I think yeah. by not being, uh, I just think sometimes like you're able to write more by not being um, yeah you know, super in tune to everything that's going on in the, in the music industry or, you know. yeah yeah that really does that totally makes sense um so you yeah, i mean it, oh go ahead was say you guys are on you guys are uh, from brooklyn you said yep yep we all live in brooklyn i moved or i i i've lived on uh when i first moved here yep i moved right off the the l um Scott is in Brooklyn. Who's Tim? Is actually is in Manhattan. Okay. So we're all we're all pretty much, you know. I mean, we're all kind of in the same area. Um, but we rehearse. How's the what's what's it like being a band in Brooklyn today? Is it uh, what's it like? Oh man, it's 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 pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know. The cool thing about New York is is like you can move. If it kind of brings out your work ethic sort of in every way. So when, if you come to New York and you want to be in a band, you know, it's, it's no time to make happen sort of what you want to happen. So like I moved here and right away jumped into playing guitar for a local band here, you know, and, and like I said, with the Craigslist thing, it was really easy to just, you know, jump in, get both feet wet. And I love that. I mean, I, the bands here are amazing. No one, if there's, I don't know about the competition thing. I don't really notice it. You know, it's, everyone just seems really cool. We, right when we started rehearsing, we shared a space with the guys in TV on the radio. Cool. Um, yeah, that's actually where we rehearse now is, is their old space. Just this direct, when this record just took off, they, they took off on the road and kind of left the room. Um, so we're splitting it up with other bands, but they were the coolest guys. Like, uh, I don't know, Grizzly Bear? Have you heard of Grizzly Bear? Yeah, I saw Grizzly Bear with Radiohead, actually. Oh, my God, yeah. 
yeah, they're in the same building. I mean, it's really cool. It's like it's a great community and. Uh, cool. Our, uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you know this, and um, maybe I do, and I forgot. But the first bass player for Thin Fevers lives in Brooklyn now. Um, seems oh, wow. name's Matt Chandler. It's the reason I mentioned that is because for a while he had started to play. I don't know if he still is with some guys uh, in Brooklyn, and he had mentioned rehearsing in a space that had some sort of connection to TV on the radio. So it's <laughs> just oh, kind dude, of that is not a what band is it? I don't know. He it was just some guys that he started playing with, and then he stopped because he he had some. Uh, he didn't have the time to de- dedicate to it, so I don't know the details, but um, I'll find yeah, out, but, and I will. Uh, I'll find out and let you know, because yeah, you guys may cool. have uh, crossed paths actually. Um, yeah, yeah. So you guys are getting ready to go on tour, or you guys you guys aren't out yet, are you? Yeah, we well we got back. We just did like three weeks um, last month, or about two weeks last month. Um, and we've been back for probably three or four weeks, and then we're taking off this week. We take off Wednesday. Okay. And you'll be in Indianapolis on the 15th. On the 15th, yep. And you had mentioned earlier that you guys will be uh, uh, playing it in store at Luna Music. Um, yep. I'm not really sure which which Luna Music, but um, and when we were talking, we were talking earlier before the before we started the show. Um, you talked a little bit about, about play that in store and I was, uh, trying to recreate some of the conversation we were having, I'm having a hard time doing it. But, oh, um, what, uh, what's, what is the, you guys are playing at the Melody Inn, which uh, on a sun 15th is a Sunday night day after thanks th- day after, uh, Valentine's day. So you're playing a bar on a Sunday night. Uh, and what, uh, so, and then you're playing the in store during the day. Man, I'm just butchering this. What is your uh, what's, what's the appeal of playing <laughs> in store? It. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's like uh, like I was saying before. You know, it's, you get you roll into town. Usually, when you're on tour, it's funny. People, I think, have this this conception preconception of touring bands that it's all exciting, and I mean, it's basically boring. You know, it's like a lot of waiting, a lot of downtime, and a lot of you know, learning to best use your time, you know, figure out, like, we're trying to figure out how to have internet in our van while we're, while we're touring so we can still email and do that stuff. And so, you know, we're starting to pick up just afternoons are perfect to really hit local record stores and, you know, drop off free CDs and meet, meet the staff and see, you know, a lot of these record stores we've never been to and it's cool to just hang out and, you know, jam a half hour set or play for an hour and just, and I, it'd be cool to meet people, I guess, and have them come to the show, or even if just meeting people, and then next time we come through, you know, they can, yeah. I don't know, you know. Well, Luna, Luna's, a cool, Luna's a cool shop, and hopefully, like I said, you're. I have a feeling that you'll be playing in the Broderpool location, uh, which is okay. um, a little bit, it's bigger, they have a downtown location, it's sort of like a really long, narrow space where I don't know where a band would play, so um, I think okay. it's a pretty safe I'll, bet well, that you'll... I find out, too. I was going to say, I'll send it to you, too, and you can post it. Yeah, definitely. We have so, um, how long are you guys out this time when you're out? On, when you're out? We are out for about two, mo- two months, I think about mid-April. We're going to head back. We're recording an album in Nashville, Tennessee, with a good buddy of ours named Jeremy Ferguson, who's uh, 
he's amazing. He's kind of one I'm kind of up and coming producer out of Nashville with a studio called Battle Tapes. Okay. And so we're going to, we're going to record with him for like the first week of March. So we're going to tour all the way down to Nashville record from the first through the 10th or so. And then down to South by Southwest for some shows and then out to California. And then, um, yeah, just kind of, you know, talk to a lot of people out there. Talk to a lot of people are going down to uh, South by Southwest and, uh, Really makes me wish I would have got off my butt and got down there this year. <laughs> it's one of the things I yeah think. I haven't been for a couple of years. For some yeah. reason, I never think about it until uh, January, and then it's kind of too late. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. well, you actually just answered my uh, last question I had, which was uh, uh, what's coming up. Uh, if you guys had any more records, any plans for a new release? So it sounds like you do. Um, how can people get your current current release? And do you have any others, or is the EP that these songs are from your own? The um, is this the is only... really it. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is pretty much all we have until we we finish this next one. So, um, I mean, it's on iTunes. You can. That's probably the best way to get it. Um, and then, you know, we have it, so you can email us and order it. We'll mail one to you. <laughs> We're kind of. This is almost like a giveaway like we take basically donations for it but um it's kind of a little you know it's i don't know we're more we're more excited about what we're doing in nashville and then echo knows i don't know what will happen the uh last song we've got from you guys from finding fiction is uh, i'm fine do you have any uh anything you'd like to any uh behind the scenes on the song i'm fine before we get into that i'm fine is um i guess kind of like social anxiety disorder maybe, which I, I kind of have a little of. So <laughs> I think that was probably the rough, the rough idea, maybe the skeleton of it, of the idea. And then, I don't know, lyrics are weird. Like I always, half the time the song ends up being about something different than when we started anyway. So who the hell knows what it's about. It's a great song. I thought I'd relate this story to you just because I think you might be able to appreciate hearing it. I, the first time I, um, really gave this this song a good solid listen was uh um earlier in the week i had uh, i listened to the first couple of tracks I, I have a tendency to listen to a lot of music in my car which means that i tend to lean a lot towards uh more upbeat songs um just because yeah, that's what yeah. i like to listen to my drive so i had uh i hadn't really given i'm fine a, a really solid listen until the other night i was driving Alone Don't tell night. me I'm, I made your car break down. No, 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 no. I was actually uh, I was taking okay. driving my car actually to drop it off at the shop, and I had been listening to okay. it. And you know, with this cold I've had, and, you know, my sleep schedule's been a little off. So, um, but just it was really interesting because the way that that you've put this song together with there's sort of a, especially towards the the latter quarter of the song, like, song really starts to build, and there's a lot of. Um, a lot of repetition of the, like the main chorus kind of uh, part. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it was just a really interesting song because as I listened to it and listened to you repeat the, um, I forget what lyric is. I think it's just the "I'm fine" lyric or "in my head." Yeah. Um, I it, it, yeah. just that repetition and that that circularness of that song had just kind of. It, it, just, it was it was screwing with me. I don't know how else to explain it. It was just, <laughs> like, I was just kind of zoned out listening to a song I'd never listen, really listened to before and hearing this, and I was just like, 
I was like, that's re- it was just really powerful. I, I mean, it wasn't you know, not, it, it was just really cool the way that uh, I guess music can, uh, yeah. can affect that. But uh, it's really cool. Yeah. So. Um, uh, so up next we have uh, the song I'm Fine from Finding Fiction uh, Finding Fiction will be uh, in Indianapolis on February 15th at Luna Music we assume the broader location and at uh, the Melody Inn that's correct right yep uh, the Melody Inn so uh, be sure to uh, check them out they'll be playing at the Melody Inn with rooms and I'm not sure whom else um, but uh, we'll, we'll post some of those details on the site next week we will have uh, Indianapolis metal behemoth Demiricus on the show actually today's Saturday so that'll actually probably be uh, coming very quickly uh, as opposed to uh, next week so um, keep an eye out for that and uh, be sure to check out Finding Fiction on iTunes, Amazon or just send them an email and I'd be definitely be sure to check out the show so up next this is I'm Fine from Finding Fiction. Thanks Mario Thanks It's not you. 
Tabling in time